Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Welcome back, onesies, to the triple stuff of community radio, the audience of one show on Conroe's 106.1, 104.5, streaming on IRLoneStar.com and available wherever you get your favorite podcast from. I am Andrew, next to the man who desperately wants to be a car hop at Sonic, it's jolly old St. Nicholas. What's up, buddy? Ho, ho, ho. Word, word, word. Ho, ho, ho. Word, word, word. I know you're still salty about not being allowed to be a car hop at Sonic. Maybe your dreams will come true this holiday was they need some additional help, and you can rollerblade your way right up to that car hop window and say, here's your number one with cheese. With cheese. <laughs> I don't know if I could handle working in a fast food world today with yeah. everything moving so fast we so. actually have a fast food story for later in the show look at that oh, i'm doing wonderful. a te- i'm doing a tease within the first it. minute i will yeah well let's let's start off with the uh it's the second week in december it doesn't feel it like is. it's december at all i'm almost done with my christmas shopping i'm so proud of myself in fact i might be done yeah i, I, I was know. done a long time ago <laughs> right yeah when you don't do it <laughs> when you don't do yeah, it yeah. Uh, you can make that statement in january really <laughs> But uh, but yeah. Follow Dick for more holiday shopping tips. So, did you have a good weekend, man? Yeah, I, I don't know that I did much besides just uh, shopping, really, and chores around the house. So I didn't do much. I know. So, you... what, what shopping consists of these days? Did you like go to the mall, or did you? Well, go the on people, the internet. The people I'm shopping for are probably going to hear this prior to Christmas. Oh, they so don't I, talk about it. I will uh, refrain. But I try to stay away from the internet shopping as much as possible. Uh, is that just, because it arrives at your house, or is that because... Partially, and if I can get something at a brick-and-mortar store, I'm going to tend to yeah. do that over Amazon. I just don't think I need to get everything from Amazon. You know, I try to support the local I get everything from Amazon. As much as possible. I know. <laughs> you're, you're the reason why Bezos has his own private island. Does he have his own island? I don't know. Would you want to live on an own... Your own island? Well, I mean, it's a strong flex to tell it, people that you have an island. Right? Uh, I think it sounds great in theory, but I don't know that I'd want my own island, my own Beezus island. Right? I think it'd be extremely isolating, um, probably a little depressing. I mean, although you, I mean, you, you, you fa- let's say you fall and you're screaming yeah, well, for help, no. hey, nobody going to hear you. I don't know, man. I, don't know. I think it's one of those things that people idolize a little bit more in their head or uh, like I said, idealize. It's a strong flex, yeah. but then it's kind of like. And you're like, uh, here I am on my own island. Cool. See that tree? It's on my island. As I talk to nobody. I don't know. I have 13-year-olds that stay there with me. <laughs> you it, could have all the 13-year-olds you want, you know, as hired help around the house. Yeah. Of course. That's what I mean. Yeah, I don't know what you were course. talking about. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm glad you got your shopping done and everything. Yeah, man. Uh, I visited friends, and I watched the Toxic Avenger series. Uh, series Avenger, yeah, Toxic Avenger. It, yeah, it's four movies, and you watched all four. I w- did you? wait. No, we we got through three, and then my 
uh, my friend couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> Enough which, of this. Which I understand. It's an acquired taste. Now, as I take it, there is a brand new one out, right? Did yeah, you see the brand new no, one? No, I haven't. Okay. That's what spawned this idea was ah, uh, got you. they saw the Peter Dinklage one mm-hmm. that came out last year at a festival or something, and they're like, I, I, we got to watch the old ones because it's going to be good, right? Nope. No, no, they're not. No, uh, but they're, I enjoyed it. I can't imagine why. I enjoyed it 100%. They're rated M for Mature and or triple x or whatever you want to call it right uh, that was my ongoing joke during a watching i was like i feel like these were originally intended to be pornographic films but in the 80s and then the people who were making them are actually okay at making a movie They're like let's just make a real movie because the visual effects are fantastic i've seen a few of those and the and the acting is overblown and the uh, Man, the dialogue, man, that's just it's just wild. But those type of movies are right up your alley, man. Oh, hundred percent. That's, that's the stuff that you 100%. like. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah. So you wonder why the box office is failing these days? We hear about Disney crashing because they're not making Toxic Avengers. <laughs> well, I imagine the budget for a movie like Toxic Avengers probably slightly below what Disney is shelling out for um, all of their. Marvel movies these days. Yeah, true. Their budgets are like a billion dollars a film, and I think that's part of the reason why they're quote-unquote struggling, which I've heard some recent stories that they're not clearing as much cash on these films as they would like, and I'm thinking, well, yeah, the budget is a little high. Or make it better. Yeah, well, there is always that. That, and it's just oversaturation, right? I mean, you don't see... See, I don't really believe that. I, I think there's well, there's always uh, a place for a good nerd to watch. Like, yeah, I, but you got to have new nerd content. You can't have the same movies over and over well, I again, think what, Oh, I think what they're facing is they're doing movies about characters no one really knows about. Like, that's the reason why... Yeah, they're, Bat- getting, they're getting pretty deep. Like, Batman movies are always going to be good because everyone knows what Batman is. Right. But if you're doing it like the Marvels, it's like, <laughs> does everyone like the Marvels? Let's make a movie about Ant-Man. You know, it's just not going to yeah. have the same... Amount of buzz, I think, as Batman would. You're right. You're right. So it's kind of like you just got to adjust the budget to the characters. So if it's the Ant-Man, don't make a billion-dollar movie. Make it like a $100 billion movie. So, I suppose. But yeah, I watched those movies. It was great. Uh, the weather was fantastic the whole weekend, so mm-hmm. that was nice. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I came back home safely, and now I'm ready to close out the year with Audience of One. That's right. we got a couple of episodes left, I believe, um, before we close out this amazing year of 2023, our inaugural year. I did hear, we chatted a little bit before the show, that you have perhaps identified and hopefully solved your, quote, oh, the squirrel problem. No, it was a rat. It turned out to be a rat. Turned I went outside, and I saw a rat running away from my car, and I'm like, <laughs> golly. With a hot pocket in his mouth. The, well, no, I think he's the one that put the hot pocket in there mm-hmm. for later. A likely uh, story. Yeah, and I put rat poison down. Yeah. And uh, I found it eaten, so there's got to be either a dead rat in my car, <laughs> but then I found another nest in the car, so it might be his brother or his wife or kids, or I don't know, but I, so I left the... That car is like a, a nightclub for vermin. Yeah, it's called a, uh, <laughs> Dirty Mike and the Boys in the soup kitchen is happening in my in my engine block. It is pretty crazy. I don't know if you got that reference, but it's a I, great. I, I did not, oh. actually. It yeah, shot the, right uh, over my head. The Other Guys is such a great movie. So All right. It, I'll, I'll believe you. I do want to give a quick shout out, though, because I talked to Petty Eddie on he's a he's a food blogger uh, yes a local food and blogger. he's been posting a lot of good stuff he on has. i love conroe and also just follow him but he was on a show today and i was like i really want you to be on audience of one because he's got a lot of insight to really like places i've never even heard of mm-hmm. and i want to talk about him getting special treatment and getting free food and you know getting recognized at heb now so yeah i think 
Uh, I did reach out to him as well a little while back. Um, uh, he has agreed to come on the show. I think we'll have him on as a guest in the new year sometime yeah, the first part of, of next of next year. Yep. So Riveting look, conversations look forward to that. coming your way. Uh, other than that, man... Uh, you know, it's interesting. We uh, talked about this from time to time on the show, of what we think the next TikTok trend is going to be. And I think I may have found it, at least I hope not, but... You know, the Cybertruck has now rolled off of the... Um, oh, people can buy it now? They can buy them. I think last week they went out into the market, so it's only a matter of time before we see one of those on the road. And, of course, they're marketed as being bulletproof. And I'm thinking to myself, how long is it going to be... Yeah, but the odds of somebody spending we go, 100 grand on a hey, car man, and shooting it? No, 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 no. They're not going to shoot it themselves. Kids, whomever, uh, going to be in the car, see one on the highway and go... Let's shoot it. And it's going to no, be the Cybertruck shooting challenge. No, I hope not. I hope not. But it also got me wondering, like, in a normal car, you don't have the expectation that you're going to be safe from flying bullets or bricks or whatever. But in a Tesla truck that markets itself as such, if that thing fails, and hopefully, again, this doesn't happen, but someone were to get injured or even die, is Tesla held responsible because that That's thing stupid. did not... Well, everyone's always looking for some sort of litigious angle, right? Make a buck. Hey, man, I got shot at in my Tesla truck, my cyber truck, and it went through the glass. What the heck? And, you know, and it injured me or whatever. I just wonder. What the heck? Hey, man, what the heck? Well, you know that's <laughs> what these guys are going to say. That's what you're going to say? What the heck? Why is someone shooting at me? These cans are leaking. Yes, that's a, that's a uh, community radio version cans. of that, man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I think, uh, again, I hope that's not going to be it, but... Our buddy Pat and I were talking about that, and he he brought up that point. And I said, you know, you have a point there. That could be the next. I mean, it TikTok wouldn't surprise trend. me of people hitting the the car. I say shooting could be any throwing shooting, something at it. To me, there's got to be some I mean, level-headed people out there. Be like, maybe this isn't a good idea. We shouldn't shoot at. But if you're in Houston over there, I get it. Totally get it. <laughs> well, I mean, look, they those are my favorite videos they on say TikTok. Where they're just shooting guns out of oh, their car. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, if they say it's bulletproof. Like, no one's gonna get hurt. It's just it's just for fun, right? I guess. I don't know. All right, it is that time of year, the end of the year, where I don't know. I guess different media outlets come out with their word of the year, and okay. I love these things, man. Every year you hear about them. It's and that's different from words that are added to the dictionary because we talked about that a few mm -hmm. months ago too. No, no, this is words of the year, and I guess these are words that have the most impact that are probably maybe Googled the most or, or whatever. And drum roll, the word of the year for 2023 is Riz. Okay. Dick, are you familiar I with know, the term I Actually, Riz? I was going to guess that. Were you? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, it's because you have such Riz, perhaps. Are you familiar with the term? And do you know what it means? No, I have no idea. It's a slang term that is often used to describe someone's ability to flirt and be charming. So you could say, yeah, man, that guy over there gets all the chicks. He's got tons of riz. Okay. And it's short for charisma. But I hear it all the time now. It seems like it just out of nowhere. I don't hear it. This is the first time I <laughs> Maybe it about. it's because I have a teenage daughter. I don't know. I'm more hip to that stuff. But I, you've never heard that. But what I think is funny is it can also be used as a verb. I love this. I love when words get made up. So you can say that guy riz that girl up. Means he charmed her, and now they're dating. Now she's so pregnant. To speak. And, well, yes, right. He rizzed her up, and Food. she's she's pregnant. What is it? What was that slang term I came up with? 
farm to table. <laughs> yeah, and that's your uh, your email address too. But I also think it's funny how like different outlets will have different versions of words. So that was Oxford. Oxford had Riz as the okay. word of the year, but Merriam-Webster is trying to be much more legit, and their word of the year is authentic. <laughs> I'm like, I, really? I, I know. I do kind of <clears throat> want to be part of the process. Yeah. Of them selecting to see how people really decide this. Because a Google thing can be easy. You just see like, yeah, what's the numbers. Most... Right. Metrics. So, but it's also boring. The most searched, I just looked it up. What, the most searched word is YouTube. Oh, really? Well, this is a high volume lookup um, measure. That's what um, Miriam Webster is going for. It's so a substantial increase in 2023, driven by stories see, and conversations about AI. Well, see, what's funny about this to me is if YouTube's like the number one word, people don't know how to use the internet. <laughs> right. They could just easily go to the URL bar and type in YouTube. And it's kind of self explanatory, yeah, isn't it? It's kind of great. Kind of reminds like that. me of somebody who was. Wanting content removed from I mean, Google, only, but anyway, the only word I see on the list that <clears throat> isn't like that, because of course Facebook, Amazon, you know, Gmail, those are all popular words. The only word on there I could see being legit is weather. Weather, like outside conditions, yeah, atmospheric conditions. Okay, all right, yeah. If you're going strictly by internet searches, because everything else is like, yeah, to go to gmail.com. Like, why are you going? Why are you searching for Gmail if you're you know you're trying it's to an get infinite you. loop, right? Yeah. I, but weather, I get, because you might not. Everyone has their own weather app or whatever. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. So. Other honorable mentions were Riz, of course, and then Deep Fake. So Those you are see, great. there's yeah. So you can see that there's a kind of a um, a theme here to some of the more popular words. People are concerned about AI, and I do have another AI story buried, but I don't know if I put it on the run sheet for this week's show. But AI. it is AI is getting out of control, sir. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess I could bring it up. It's not on the run sheet. We're going off run sheet. But apparently there are apps now that will allow you to generate nudes of pictures yeah, of people. That's right? always been going on. <laughs> yeah, let, hold on. Let me show you this app. Yeah, I get I Look, I hadn't heard about these before, but it uh, apparently in looking at Yo, some of this, these words. That was a big deal, words, I want to say, like four years ago. So let's so t explain to me how this works. These nude, nudify type apps work. You upload a picture of someone fully clothed and using AI, yeah. it looks at the person's face and then makes up what their body would look like no, it, without it, it, clothes. So the ones I've known. Why is this popular? The, what, the one I've known about was the opposite, where like uh, a pornographic or, like actress or actor. Uh huh would perform and right. then they would run it, they would run it through the AI program to say like we want this person to look like this. So the that the body is a real person but the head is like oh see I think like this a is famous a, I person. think this is a little different and again I didn't bring this article up but they they you can upload photos of people but you I can know. Also see that. I can also see and it then it would generate fake. a naked picture of this person. I didn't know and, I have a mole there. Well, that's what I'm getting at is why why is this even popular because first of all it's well, it, it's fake i think it'd be hilarious right? to send you a picture of yourself well see that's what i was thinking i'm like, like i got andrew so good today i got this naked picture circulating well see and i guess the only way to really accurately tell how accurate those things are is upload a picture of yourself and then look at it and you could see how accurate uh, yeah. the rending, <laughs> rendering was of you it's you know, very it was, rare that i do anything uploading for an app to do something you know how how generous was it you know to you and and whether or not that was accurate and then if it was accurate i suppose then you could say well this app 
is uh, doing the job in terms of accuracy. I don't know. I just don't get it, people. I don't get it. Yeah, I like it. And not, not in a good way. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Hey, man, were you aware of Panera Bread and their lemonade? I've heard... I feel like you're the one, either you or somebody... It's not me. Another bowling person says something about they have like an energy drink lemonade. <laughs> yeah. And people are having like heart failures. And yeah. So... So this kind of hits close to home because I know me and the family, when we go out to eat and we've eaten at Panera Bread, a lot of times the lemonade is, is an option, right? That's something we're getting to drink because we're thinking, oh, it's not a soda, whatever. It, it's not just lemonade. It's, well, called, it's called like... This... What's it called? Well, we talked about liquid death last week, which was nothing more than just water, right? Water. Mineral water? Well, this actually could be considered liquid death because Panera Bread is being sued again. This is on CNN.com after another customer is said to have died oh. after consuming the chain's caffeinated lemonade. The problem is it's not just lightly caffeinated. It's got 340 milligrams per serving and over 60 grams, I think, of sugar, which is three and four times that of well, regular energy drinks. Yes, it's a charged, so it's important charged it's lemonade. It's not just lemonade. When you go to there, like, hey, just give me the lemonade. They aren't giving you the death, liquid death. It's you got to ask for the charged. Well, I don't know. I think these are self serve, right? At Panera, it's just self serve stuff. And I have you, no idea. I've been to Panera Bread one time. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's part of the problem. Is people are. You think, are you think I would go to a place like that? Oh, I know. It's totally you have to beneath serve you. yourself. Right. Like I already could tell you right there. Red flag. Not your kind of place. Yeah, not my kind of place. Dennis Brown was a was a forty six year old man with a. Chromosomal deficiency order, ADHD, and high oh, blood he pressure. Looks so sweet. Who too. avoided used to who avoided energy drinks, according to a wrongful death complaint filed this week by his mother, brother, and sister. He was a loyal Panera customer, and he started ordering charged lemonade in late September, according to the suit. But this is coming off the heels of another young girl who had a heart condition. She was in her twenties, who last year had the same thing. She was unaware of how much caffeine was in this lemonade drink and she, but all you have to do really andrew is just take a picture of them and put them in the ai thing and they're alive forever so oh you can make a hologram out of them so yeah. what's the big deal what's the big deal here yeah i suppose well, you're picture, right the picture they used <laughs> what for that was i link, thinking the picture they used for that link for the elder man that's a little too cute uh i don't see it oh i saw it i don't see a picture unless it's already I can't played blow it up, so i would show it uh, to you okay. guys but no, man, I just, I, what's the point? What's the point of having a lemonade that's like this? To me, having a lemonade as a secondary option or okay, beverage option. Let me tell you something, right? that you need to open up your thinking box a little okay, wider. Okay, please, educate me. There's literally places that serve mm -hmm. caffeinated beverages only. Mm -hmm. So people are on the look for the thinking juice. But it, like so caffeinated they, beverages, we're talking 40 milligrams, 50 I, milligrams. Three hundred and forty. How much is in this coffee? I have no idea. About forty. I'm telling you right now, about forty to sixty. This is three hundred and forty. What's the point <laughs> of having something like that, especially Panera Bread? Oh, you know, it's you know that reminds me of. I was. Are they hoping people are going to rage and just go get more biscuits? Like, no, what's the deal? Uh, there's this, a product called Redline that you can get from the corner store, and uh -huh. we we're doing a cookout, and he had one, and I was like, "What is this?" And he's like, "Oh, it's one of those energy drinks." And I was like, "Oh, interesting." He's like, "But do not drink it." If you do drink it, only drink half of it. And I go, wait. So what happens if I drink more than half of it? You're gonna die. And he and he basically said like you're gonna get you're not gonna feel good after that. I go, they don't even really tell you on the bottle. Like it looks like a big bottle, right? They need to put liquid death on it. So I'm wrong. It's got anywhere from 150 to 158 milligrams of caffeine, but the larger 30 ounce size 
has 237. But again, that's a ton, a ton of caffeine. Like Not it. needed, folks. Well, it's called Not charged. Needed. Yeah. I, well, again, if that could just be the name. Right? I mean, you know, charge. What does that mean? I don't know. Yeah, and I feel weird for your family going out with you. You don't understand what charged lemonade is? It's like I wouldn't expect it to kill me. I'm not going to second guess this. But now what's funny is it's kind of going viral. People like taking videos of themselves drinking this. Look at me. I'm drinking the charged lemonade. I guess it's kind of a boon for Panera. But but what's funny is even after these wrongful death lawsuits, they haven't taken it down. They're like, nah, bro, we're still serving it because it's probably good for business. I mean, I, I I will be honest. I never thought of having lemonade, and then I had to go to Panera Bread to get it. No, I don't usually so. go to Panera Bread to get lemonade, but I I have to admit, I've probably had this and had no idea that it was fully charged. Again, I feel sorry for your family because you're going to die one day. And like, what happened? He had no idea that the train wasn't going to come. And a little that, different. Yeah. Just a little different. He was like, I never, you know, you walk the tracks. You know, you're supposed to hear the train before it hits you. A few episodes, we talked about the Titanic menu, you know, the one that was found at the bottom oh, yeah. of the ocean, yeah, yeah, yeah. with just a couple of water stains on it. Kind of a cool story. Um, this one, on the other hand, is not. Here's a Titanic superfan that has collected 2,100 VHS tapes of the movie thanks to his loyal TikTok followers, and he says he's not going to stop until he hits 1 million. Now, here's what I don't understand about this. It's the same movie over and over again, okay. right? Like, I understand people collecting things. That makes sense. If there's some nuance about the object that you're, the tchotchke or whatever that you're collecting, I get that. This is the same thing. What's the point, dude? I don't think he understands collecting. And do you know how much space it's going to take oh, for yeah. one million yeah, I wouldn't VHS. worry about it. Let people do what they want. Well, here's, Jeez. Do you think... God, do you you, think how does he, anyone deal with you? I, I'm pretty tough to deal with. Do you think he is spot-checking each one of them videos to come in or or <laughs> just believing That'd that be it's VHS? Good. So, because people... He's allowing people to send him VHS. Do you think he, he gets any videos from someone from the the Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. of sending their home tapes? <laughs> he one has no idea. Hope. He has no idea what he's got in his bedroom. And I don't know if you want to show that picture, but this looks super creepy. It's not just all the uh, VHS tapes. He's got weird dolls. See, this is more of my wheelhouse here. Collecting VHS VHS tapes. Okay, cool, whatever. (laughs) But this kind of stuff, let's see if I can pull up the picture. Yeah, please do. Very weird, man. Uh, What is this guy's name? It's on TikTok. i got to open up TikTok. Give me a second. Really? Well, I I sent you a business insider. Uh, well, I want to show I want to show something better. How do I open it? That I don't know, but I don't think this guy's really thought this oh, through pu- because honestly, again, where are you gonna where are you gonna house all these things? That's not. I mean, that's creepy. I love it. Oh, especially it, the chalk art. Oh yeah, it's the, it's the same movie over and over again. Oh, man. Some of them are gold. Oh yeah, that those are gold. the those are the ones yeah. with the home oh, edition. There we go. That's the home movie editions right there. Unbelievable. People will collect anything. I, mean, I get it. Have you heard of what a a um, witch bottle is? Have you heard of this thing? Witch yeah. bottles? So I hadn't either, but I saw this on Fox News. Um, apparently there's a ton of these witch bottles that are washing up onto the shores here, just south of Houston, all the way down to Corpus Christi. 
And they look pretty cool, but basically what they are are like basically wine bottles that are filled with, I don't know, vegetation and hair and all kinds of things in them. But basically they were to thwart off evil spirits or witches, okay? okay? And a bunch of them are washing up to shore all oh, of a I sudden. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. Um, I'd like to see one. I think they look neat, and there's a picture of them, I think, in that article I sent you. Um, I don't know that I'd want to open it. And they say don't open it because there could be glass and things in it, but you could also be releasing the spirit of the witch, which is kind of weird. Well, I mean, there's always those, isn't it like the love letter in a bottle kind of thing? Kind of, and I was always fascinated with like, that idea as a kid, like going to the beach and finding you know, a message in a bottle or whatever. And have you ever had anything like that where you found a message and thought it was pretty cool? I haven't, but I always dreamed about it. That's why I think these bottles are pretty cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, not sure. But it says these bottles are meant to entomb malevolent spirits of the witches. Right? Cool. Yeah. Nearly 200 of them have been recovered. Now we we know what you're doing for vacation. When summer comes around, i got to find myself a witch bottle. Yeah. It says back in the 16th and 17th centuries, there were a powerful belief in witches and their ability to cause illness by casting a spell. But the evil spells could be fended off by trapping them in a witch bottle. Of course. Which, of course. Right. I know. Exactly. So, but the thing is, if you open it up, their spirit is then released. And that can be, that can be problematic, Dick. We don't want, we don't want that to happen. But I, I do have to admit, why are they suddenly washing up? I mean, they said that over 200 of them have been recovered in this small area on the Texas Gulf Coast over the past four or five years. It says uh, more of them are likely to be found. Weird. Again, I, I know what you're doing. You're wanting to go do this, and you're trying to get me to go with you, and you're like, oh, it's cool if he does it with me so that I don't look weird doing it alone. I'm not going to go do this with you, dude. All right, I'll find somebody else. We're going to go get a 32-ounce of the lemonade from Panera Bread, head down to the coast, and go find yeah. us some witch uh, bottles, really baby. Yeah, I think you're going to make a bong out of it. You want? You know, it's never a good thing when an, quote, off-duty anything has to take over. I don't think I've ever heard of, hey, man, there was this off-duty fill-in-the-blank, and that, was, that story ended well, like if there was yeah. an off-duty police officer that had to intervene. An off-duty ambulance or paramedic, whatever. Well, they always say it because never they, they did something stupid and like they shouldn't have. Because you know, when they're on duty, they're doing, they're protecting and serving. And I've never ever heard any story where an off-duty anything didn't result in some sort of tragedy going or occurring into the story. Well, that is the case when an off-duty pilot took over a Canadian flight after the pilot got an uncontrollable nosebleed in midair and couldn't fly the plane. So that's kind of weird. First of all, that a nosebleed can be that severe to where the pilot can't actually f- operate the plane anymore. But then my second thought is, like, isn't that what the co-pilot's for? I when, mean, isn't that the point I of having a co-pilot? I don't think every plane has a co-pilot. I believe they do, especially this one. This is, they show a picture of the flight. It's a massive, large airliner. I think they have to have a co-pilot. And if you're the co-pilot... And you're sitting there, and that other guy gets called in. I mean, what do you say? Like, hey, sure glad you're here. <laughs> Woo, what would we have done without you? That would have been pretty bad, man. I mean, it's, it's got to be kind of humiliating, I right? I would have just said I was on a bunch of shrooms. <laughs> if you're the co-pilot, I, yeah, I couldn't do it. I'm freaking out. I couldn't do it. I don't know. To me, that's the whole point 
of having a co-pilot, but what do I know? Uncontrollable nosebleed. You ever do you, you ever get nosebleeds? I mean, they can be fairly bad. I don't know that I've had one that's made no, me incapacitated. One, one time, uh, I had an uncontrollable nosebleed when I would like work out or do any heavy breathing because it turned out somehow, I guess when I was welding or doing something, mm-hmm. that a shrapnel got way up into my nose and cut it. And basically Whoa. when it was trying to heal itself and I'd be like working out, it would just re like, like re-tear it because oh it's like God. hasn't fully scabbed. So I would just bleed random random times. And that wow. that lasted like four years because I never like went to the doctor to check it out. You know what I, you need to do is work out, start that nosebleed, then go out to a Panera. And be like, oh, I love well, no, the what, caffeine no, and just what like was shake your head violently. Was uh, I went to the doctor finally because I was like, it happened during a uh and uh, farm to table time, and <laughs> the I was like, okay, I gotta go take care of this. And I go to the doctor, nicest guy, and he's like, well, I can't really tell because he's like put the thing all the way up in my nose. I was like, Arr. and then uh, he's like, I oh, will if it hasn't bled in a while, like I can't really see it because you're talking like a tiny, tiny, tiny cut. Right, doesn't take much in your nose. Well, though. so I was like, okay, let me do a follow up. And I go, I'm going to work out before I go to the follow-up. So I work out before the follow-up. And wouldn't you know, on my way to the doctor's office, I start having an uncontrollable nosebleed. So I'm, dr- I, I'm driving, Perfect and I'm wearing timing. a white shirt, by the way. And it's just coming. It's just, just coming out. And I was like trying to block it, trying to block it. And then it doesn't hurt. It just yeah. doesn't stop. But it's a lot of blood. But it's a lot of blood. So I, I'll never forget, I get into... The building. Did you finish the uh, farm to table activity first, though? Oh, this is the, the, this is what made me go to the doctor. That's why, because I, I embarrassed myself. Uh, not really embarrassed myself. She just wasn't really into it. Uh, but <laughs> thought you'd be into this. <laughs> kind of kinky. Yeah, but hey, you never know. Uh, but the the, uh, the elevator was an interesting ride, and then going up to the front desk was interesting because I have blood all over me, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Here, I'm here to see Doctor So and So." And they're like, like, I, just, I, had, I had a sex accident. Like they were like, "Oh my gosh!" And I was what like, happened? Uh, just, just, "I'm just uh, early. I'm scheduled. I'm scheduled for like an hour from now." I'm like, "Okay." Well, it, you know what's great about that is I get he gets me in there, and he said, "Oh, this is so interesting. I'm going to invite students in." So there's like seven people in there, right? And he's shoving this thing up my nose, and they're all watching the camera. And I'm like, "I want to watch too." So he like moves my chair so I can watch him go up my nose. And all these people are taking notes, and he's like, you see this? You see this? And I'm like, yeah, I see it. And like, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to these students. And I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. And, and then he just shoves up there, cleans it, and never had another... Uh... See, and you weren't bothered by this, and this is why you wouldn't care if your doctor was a social media influencer. Not at all. No, no not at all. I'm learning a lot. Put it on TikTok. That's I don't good care. good-looking nose. Well, is it, though? Well, it's deviated septum. That's a unique thing. Ah, uh, this... All may be related. I mean, we all might be snowflakes, but let me tell you about my snowflake. You might be, because uh, you're a millennial. But yeah, it was interesting, that whole story. There's a lot more to that story I'll tell you off the yes, air. Yes, please do. Uh, please but. do. Well, staying on this theme of airplane terror, this is the last story we will do before the break. We talked about people pooping in the lines at Disney World. Well, this woman says, <laughs> I see your dookie, and I raise you a pee. Did you hear about this woman who, mid-flight... Pulls down her pants and just urinates right there in the aisle. 
what is wrong with people? But she did front load it by saying, sorry, everybody, (laughs) beforehand, gotta go. You know, I was thinking about this the other day because... And of course, there's video of it. Because I was at a a concert, and I guess this is a new place, but there was only like a couple restrooms, and Uh it was right by where the bar is. So you couldn't really tell what the line was for. Like, if you're like, there's one line, you know, we all become sheep when there's a line. So you don't know if it's for the restroom or for the bar. And I was like, man, when does someone really has to go? Yeah, well, like, they could re- just do it at the same. Like, that's what they need to have a bar in the bathroom. More efficient. Then you won't ever get those two lines yeah. confused. Cause Continue. Because, yeah, I was thinking, I was like, follow you're, me for you're more waiting, great thoughts, onesies. You're, you're waiting for 10 minutes to use the restroom. And it's like, what happens if you, like, you really, really See, in my go? scenario... That wouldn't happen. You just say, sorry, guys. <laughs> I see no problem with that. So weird, though. And of well, course, you know, there were children I, present right there. This. Like, you ever been pulled God. over? And, like, I always thought, like, when you get pulled over and you know how sometimes it takes longer than usual. Because sometimes it's like, oh, you're just speeding. Here's your ticket. Like, I remember one time I got pulled over and they wanted to bring a dog. And I was like, oh, my God, how long is this going to take? Like, because I didn't have any drugs on me. And so I was like, being, Not that time. being nice to the guy. I was like, sure, if you want to do that. Like, whatever. But I was thinking, like, what was I about to go to the restroom? Mm-hmm. Like, can I ask, like, hey, can I just go over here? Will you get, will I get in trouble for exposing myself, peeing on the side? Yeah, you probably could. Yeah. Yeah, you probably could. I bet some officers have some stories, though. Like, this guy just took a poop because he really had to oh. go. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Because most of the time you get pulled over, you're always, like, in the middle of nowhere. Generally. Yeah. So it's like, when well, do you really have to go? You could pull over in the city, too. I don't know, man. I don't try to make a habit out of getting pulled over. All right, it's a good time to take a break. When we come back, because it is close to Christmas, I'll have a little bit of Christmas-related stories, and we're going to see what actually makes a movie a Christmas movie. We'll be right back, Audience One. Audience of One, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. right here on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5. Listen to the brain droppings of local hosts, me, Andrew Belshner, along with the jewel of Montgomery County Radio, Dick Schisler. Topical musings, news stories, oddities, or just weird conversations that we normally have with ourselves, all mixed together with the occasional guest. You can also find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. All right, welcome back to Audience One. Every Wednesday at 10 a.m. is when the show drops. You can catch us on your favorite podcasts. We also have Lone Star Community Radio, their YouTube channel, and also their Facebook. And then, uh, of course, 104.5, 106.1. You can call Texas at any time if you didn't know that. Did you know that? I was made aware of that just recently. Yeah, so you can call us at any time, 936 463 Two three two two. Share some fun stories. What's your favorite nosebleed story? Oh my god! I think that maybe the off-air version of Audience of One is better than the on-air. Wow, the stuff you've done in your life, well, the, sir. The thing I love about that funny story. Stuff. The thing I love about that story is it spans two years, and I always love those kind of stories because it's like the universe is always at play, and you don't really pay True. attention to it, and you're yep. like. This is an opportunity. Well, well, I need to seize it. The, the second story was awfully funny as well, but we're 
we're, uh, we're, we're, we're teasing. Yeah, so we, we, we shouldn't do that. I won't say this story. I won't say it on the air because it's one of those things where I feel like someone will tell somebody and then yeah, be one of those yeah. weird. We'll leave it. We'll leave it for scenarios. off air. But farm to table. Maybe one of these days we'll do an an AOO uncut, uncensored version. Dick, I know that you are getting your car soon. I, I know you're very excited about I it. Hope. Yeah, you hope. And uh, it made me think of something that has sort of more of a recent tech technological advancement of cars. Do you know if your car is equipped with the 360 camera? Nope. No, you don't know or no, it is not? Both. <laughs> okay, so do you know what I mean I when I say <laughs> no, I 360 camera? Well, okay, so... Why you're, why you're telling yeah, me Yeah, so story? if, for the onesies, you may not know what a 360-degree camera is. It's essentially the camera that gives you that bird's-eye view of your car... Um, so that you can see if you're like parked straight in a parking spot. And I remember the first time I ever saw one of these, it freaked me out because I didn't know how it was doing. I'm like, wait a minute, is there some sort of camera above the car? What, what's going on? I, I couldn't figure it out. And of course, <clears throat> the cameras are usually in, <clears throat> excuse me, usually in the side mirrors or they're in like the handles of the car itself and they just project down and what those cameras have done or what the technology has done, they put a picture of the roof of the car so it makes it look as though it's shot from above the car. And in this particular vehicle, it was white and the, the picture of the car they showed was white so it looked very much like the actual top of the car and I was freaked out, man. I'm like, well, is there like a camera that pops out of the top of the roof of the car? What's going on? Very weird. So if you weren't familiar with those 360-degree cameras, at least that's what some models are calling it, it's not an actual satellite following you around, Dick, and taking a picture above your car. It's just some cameras in the side mirrors. But you really should, if you can, get that on your new Cybertruck. You probably should get that uh, as an option. It's pretty cool. It's a, it's a nice to have. I think I do have it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So you can see how crooked or straight you are inside of a parking spot. And I... I'm pretty neurotic about being straight and even in a parking space. Uh, I know my truck does not have that uh, option, which I'm know. very disappointed in. But have you ever? I probably got... never use it. Oh, <laughs> uh, sometimes they're just on all the like. As soon as you put it in into reverse, it comes on. Or if you get too close to an yeah. object, they pop on. I don't know these newfangled cars. You ever gotten into a car and just driven without? Yeah, that's how my car works des- now. No, 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 sir. Without any destination in mind just said i got a full tank of gas no and i'm going to drive i don't know east i mean the only, well, the only why thing would you want to go east I, from here i guess i North. can say comparable is like if i'm going like i went to school in abilene and that's yeah. that's a far away that's place a long way. so far, i far away occasionally place. <laughs> i would be like you know what i'm gonna go to a i'm gonna go a different route okay it, it yeah. might take a change couple, it up it might take a couple more hours but like i'm getting tired of this like the same so you can road. find any you know, different lot lizards than the one that you're normally well, seeing I, along I the way, right? I have a weird dream that I want to be in the movie Deliverance, so I'm just hoping that happens to me. The more rural, the better. Yeah. 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 Um, I haven't done that You want to go on a road trip with me? I'm taking... <laughs> no. Not if the stories I just heard in the break. I've never been able to do that. I, I, <laughs> I do admire the person that has the uh, cojones, as they say, to just get in the car and drive. I'm sorry if we have to bleep that word out because that's Spanish for nuts. Um, because I've never been, I've never been able to do that. I kind of have to know where I'm going. I'd be a little too scared to just say, 
I'm just going to drive till I run out of gas or okay. to the nearest town. But I was wondering if someone with the um, odd background as you has ever done that. It sounds like you have not. No. Why would I want to do that? Let's do that this weekend. Let's I just fill up. I, I got an extended. I want to do that. I got an extended weekend. range tank in my truck. Like I already. Let's have, just go, baby. I already have issues driving to like a place like Austin. Like, I hate driving. What do you mean? Oh, really? Oh, see, I always would take you as, like, for a road trip guy. Well, no, like, I like being in the car with people and going oh, to a place. But if You don't I'm, like driving. Like, if I have to drive somewhere, I'm like, God, it's so boring. And, like... So you like being the passenger. Oh, 100%. So if you just got in the car with me and we just said, let's just drive wherever, you'd be okay with it, as long some, as you weren't driving. I need some walking around money. <laughs> I need to have, like, a, a satellite phone. As long as you don't have any farm-to-table moments in the car with me, I will be okay with it. I can't control it. <laughs> so this time of year, the uh, kind of tired Spring debate... Spring is coming. ...comes <laughs> every now and again, or every year, whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Okay. To be honest with you, it's kind of been talked about Well, you know what's funny? Right? I always felt Lethal Weapon was more of a Christmas movie. <laughs> so tell me why you think that that's a Christmas movie, because this article I have here from ScreenRant.com actually puts a little bit of um, formula and reasoning behind why they think a movie is or is not a Christmas movie, rather than just saying, yeah, I think it is. And I think that's kind of interesting. So why do you think that... Lisa Whippin is a Christmas movie. <laughs> well, because I've actually had this conversation with my film group on the text. I said, any Christmas movie, all you need is a drug deal at a Christmas tree farm. And that's considered a Christmas movie. Okay, so your standards are pretty loose. <laughs> yeah, if you have a drug deal going down at a Christmas tree farm, that's a Christmas movie. Okay, well, uh, I don't believe that's going to pass according to Screen Rant's qualifications here. So they say that a true Christmas film must not only be set at Christmas, duh, but also have the holiday directly tied into the film's message and themes. Christmas isn't just part of the movie, but a fundamental element that would change the story's meaning if the holiday was removed. So I'm like, okay, at least they've put some sort of structure around it. And they have 10 movies here that I'm not going to list all 10. And based off of that criteria, they list them as either a Christmas movie or not. So number 10, Die Hard, the 1988 film, Ding Ding, is in fact a Christmas movie. Nothing says Christmas quite like violence and guns and everything else that's involved in Die Hard. I haven't seen that in a while. But number nine, Frozen. Have you seen the Disney movie Frozen? I've heard of it. Heard of it. I guess without children, you probably aren't a huge Disney um cartoon movie buff. I've heard that song that was in it because my nieces love that song. There you go. Well, it is not a Christmas movie and I never would have really assumed that it was anyways because it just takes place during the winter or it's always cold, right? So, but no, it is not a Christmas movie. Let's see. This one really throws me for a loop here. Number seven, have you seen the 1990, uh, 1999 film, Nicole Kidman and uh, Tom Cruise? Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide I Shut. I, I think I saw it in the theaters. I did too. And I don't really remember anything about it. I remember it being really weird. It's like a kinky like sex movie or something from what I can remember. But according to this, it says it's a Christmas movie. And I never... I don't think Christmas when I think of Eyes Wide Shut or vice versa. But that's when they say, according to their rules, passes. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. So I guess that's like the first one. Not 
a Christmas movie. And I, I kind of think that one is because it plays a, I mean, a central theme. Of course, my wife would say, no, it's not. It takes place all year round. Christmas just happens to be one yeah, part cause, I mean, of Yeah, because that is movie. kind of a weird thing to, because there's, there's hard tells that it is a Christmas movie, like if Santa Claus is in it, right? But again, but just because he makes others, an appearance doesn't necessarily make it a Christmas movie, right? If you removed him from the plot of the movie, would the movie still make sense? Right, well, and man. if you can remove it, it's not an integral part. Thus, it's not a Christmas movie. Number four, Batman Returns, the nineteen ninety two flick with Michael Keaton on Batman. On Batman, it is a Christmas movie. <laughs> again, I don't know. I think we're really pushing the bounds of what is, but at least again, they're trying to put some kind of rules around it. Number two, Gremlins, also a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, but I, I can see that. That I really does. I mean, the entire movie, I think, takes place right at Christmas. Don't they get them at Christmas or before Christmas? I don't remember. I don't remember either. And then, of course, number one, Nightmare Before Christmas is also a Christmas movie. Yeah, Lethal Weapon is not even on that list because it's not right. up for debate. But for you. Oh, yeah, it's not, it's not, yeah, you don't even debate it. Everybody thinks it's a Christmas movie. I mean, the opening scene is Jingle Bell Rocks and the Naked Lady falling from a, a hotel room. Interesting. Yeah. So, another story about Disneyland here. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> so, uh, apparently a TikTok video shows a nude man at the Small World exhibit at Disneyland in California. No pun intended. So, Disney's been getting some kind of bad press here, I think. It says a month after a man jumped into the Disney World Epcot's Epcot Lagoon for an alleged $6,000 bet. Sounds like something Dick would do. A man reportedly stripped naked and jumped into the water in the It's a Small World <laughs> attraction at Disneyland in An Anaheim, California. Kind of weird. Here's what we know so far. Videos online shows a man with long curly hair and glasses dressed in black, stripped down into his boxer briefs, and was sitting in a shallow pool in the It's a Small World themed uh, park attraction. He later, though, removes his underwear and began to swim in the pool naked. Before the incident, the man was filmed walking around the ride, and he was later escorted out of the park. Dick, I don't think he did anything wrong. Shouldn't we all just be able to come in as God intended <laughs> Disneyland? <laughs> I mean, it's not like he's pooping or peeing. Well, maybe he did in the water, and you just couldn't tell. Well, I'm more interested like, the no, stories. No, I'm kidding. I, this, is, this is ridiculous. I'm, I'm more What's wrong with the stories where this is, they say they get banned for life. Yeah, and, and this one he was just escorted off. No, don't you do that again. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I just don't get how do they keep track of that. But then again, I've never been to Disney World in a long time, and I can see the technology being ridiculous. Uh-huh. Where, like, you because from what I understand now, you get to sign up. Like, you can't just show up. What do you mean? To Disney World. Like, you have to sign You're up. You're like on a waiting list? Well, no, like, you have to actually, like, go online to order a oh, ticket. Oh, there's, there's no, um... Like, uh, you can't just show up, show up and get and tickets give, at give them site. cash, and you get in. I wouldn't know. Again, it's pro cost prohibitive for me to attend places such as that, so I've never been. Uh, some of us aren't well, Sounds like this guy's nearly... getting his money's worth. Right, and so is everybody else there. Of course, the problem is there's children present. Yeah, that's always kind of a gray area, depending on where you grew up. 
<laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> Depending on where you grew up. No, I, I guess I wasn't aware you couldn't just walk up to the ticketing counter I don't and be like, can't. give me my tickets. I could be completely wrong. You know, uh, for, for our listeners to prove me wrong or correct me, we do have a phone number, 936-463-2322. Because, yeah, I think I remember... Uh, Watching a documentary about the like the, the years of the change of the, the of the park mm-hmm. and how they implemented different theories and it was about how they make how did they like, optimize while making decisions where they had the fast pass and then they have this stuff and then I remember at the very end when they talked about I think this was made in like 2016 at that time like they basically said yeah you have to do it online and you have to do your schedule tour interesting they encourage you to we're like you okay pay for four tickets it's like hey you have four tickets here are the rides pick a time that you go to these rides and they basically your itineraries are already set before you even arrive at the park hmm. so you can't it's just, a very different experience than what i assumed it was just more free form and you know clothes optional sounds like maybe maybe he thought he had bought the clothes optional yeah. package i thought at uh 2 this is when i removed my clothes and the uh, it's a small world attraction again i think it's funny that it's in the small world attraction I don't know. Uh, you already said that joke like four times. I know. It didn't land. It. Well, I think I said it once before. Yeah. Once before. All right, Mr. Farm to Table, right? Uh, so this is hilarious from MSN. And I know that we're getting, this is the early teased story of fast food. Okay. All right. You made a really <laughs> funny face there. A woman who beat up fast food worker is sentenced to work in a fast food restaurant. So I think this is hilarious. Um, that apparently something went down in Ohio, right? When a woman was assault, uh, charged of assaulting a Chipotle employee and she was sentenced to jail, but the judge said, you know what, lady? I will shorten your sentence if you work 60 days in fast food. And she agreed to do it. Now, I, at first when I see this, I think, okay, this judge is, that's kind of an interesting mm-hmm. new take. I, I kind of agree with it. But then I, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, isn't the punishment on the other people she's going to be working with? Because you know she's not really going to be a very pleasant coworker to be around, right? And I think this could really blow up on them again where she starts going off. I mean, any any person who's got that short of a fuse. Now, I'm curious to see how they're able but, to do that legally. Is she getting paid? Well, yeah, I think so. And, and if you're the person who is uh, hiring, are you aware of the scenario? Right, because are you going to want to hire her, yeah. knowing that she's only getting this job for you know, sixty days, probably, and she's only doing it because she's gotten in trouble I mean, at a fast than, food I think for happened. violence I to think begin with. I think they're dealing with a lot of different kind of people who come into. This is from talking from experience here, working in fast food. Right, tell me about it, uh, Mister Sonic. Well, no, we always have people turn over all the time. Yeah, it is pretty quick. Turn. So maybe they're thinking 60 days is long enough time for, for someone to get the full fast food experience. But I have always heard that, that everybody needs to work in the service industry at least once in their life. Mm-hmm. So they have a good perspective on the other side. And I think that was the judge's initial thinking or thinking in general. But I don't know if this is such a good idea. <laughs> so if you're in it your shoes. It also depends on the town, too. So if it's like a small town, it'll work perfect. It says Ohio, but I didn't say the city. It probably does, but because if you did it in Houston, like dime a dozen or McDonald's, it's like oh, no one really knows. Now you're just dealing. You're not now. You're in the trenches with the with all of us. So I'm, I'm guessing you would do this. Then you would say, oh yeah, I think most people would. They'd be like, yeah, get out of jail. Sure, I'll go work at fast food. Yeah, I just but <laughs> that just does kind of show you 
how the judge views people who work in fast food. It's either prison or jail time or work in fast food. Jeez, dude. Well, Gosh. she also caused problems with fast food, too, so that's the direct connect. Yeah, yeah, there's a picture of there. It looks like she is... Throwing so maybe, a hay- maybe if I go down throwing to, a haymaker there right into that guac bowl or whatever. Mm. Maybe if I went to NASA and caused some problems, they'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna send you to space." They would send you to space, Mister Astronaut. <laughs> All that, right. that way, you know how it feels. That's a that's a pretty good take there. And I'm like, "Can I stick my head out for a second? And when you're sitting there in jail and that backfired, they're like, "What are you in here for?" Well, I thought I was going to end up in space, but as it turns out, it didn't work. Yeah. Jeez. Got the wrong judge. Next time, I'm just going to go take my pants off at Disney World. Yeah, I like it. I mean, people go berserk at Disney World, it sounds like. And I won't make the joke for a third time, because apparently that really offended you, and it didn't land, although the onesies know it was funny. I take pants off. What? I take pants off. Yeah, we learned that in the break. Speaking of pants, um, Dick, have you ever heard of this concept of freezing your jeans no. in order to clean them, really. So I have heard about this, and this is something that goes back years and years ago. The idea is, and I think even some jean manufacturers will put on the label uh, to freeze them, to clean them. And and the whole idea here is to preserve their life, right, to, to give them a longer shelf life than normally they otherwise would have because washing your clothes obviously shortens their life. And the idea is that the freezing temperatures will kill any of the bacteria or the germs that are on yeah. your on your. But the problem here is, and I've never done this because this just doesn't seem like very smart. But the problem here is, it has to be about negative eighty in order for any of those germs to really be destroyed. Okay, so your normal freezer in your house is probably only going to get to around you know zero, maybe negative two or something. So it's not going to get cold enough to kill off any of the germs. And then, if you think about it, if you've got like like mud and stuff on it, it's not going to it's not going to clean that off magically, obviously. And then you're just dragging all that stuff into your freezer, not to mention all of the dead skin cells and things that come along with your clothes. But yeah, this is a thing. Um, it kind of got popular. I'm going to say maybe 10, 15 years ago. Um, to do this, but scientists are saying, yeah, don't, don't do this, people. It's, it doesn't work. I mean, I, I, I'm trying to understand the problems people are having with their genes. I've had the same genes for, I don't know, 10 years. (laughs) Wow. Well, it's because you don't wear them often. You're constantly taking them off at Disneyland. So you say, so you preserve them by not wearing them rather than putting them in the freezer. I'm just saying I never thought of, like, i got to preserve my jeans. I mean, I know jeans can get expensive, so I guess that's why How often are you washing them? Yeah, they are expensive, by the way. Mine are $27, $30 a pair. Oh, that's on the cheap side. Yeah. Most jeans now are going to be over $60, $70 now, I think. That's just kind of the price for jeans. Let's see if they still got it, because usually Walmart runs a thing where you can buy two for $25. Ah, so you're a Walmart guy. Are they Levi's, or are they, like... Wranglers. Like Wrangler, look at you, buddy. Yeah, they're 20 bucks. Look at that. But oh. it says, between washes, it is best to hang your denim outside or by a window uh, fan to diminish odors and bacteria. I guess this is if you are indeed still doing the freezing technique, because, again, that ain't taking any stinkiness out of it. It says, every four to six weeks, depending on your wear frequency, you should wash your denim. Four to six weeks? Oh, man. 
that's got to get a funk. I mean, look, I don't wash them every time I wear them, but yeah. I get a couple of wears. Maybe I need to go buy some jeans. They look good. Oh yeah, which style do you like? You like the skinny ones? What, you, like, you like the nut I like, I like whatever makes me look, you know, good. What? <laughs> what might that be? <laughs> are are you are you the are, again? Are you the skinny jean guy? Are you the straight leg? You like a little boot cut action? Honestly, going I don't on? know. I just buy twenty dollars. I'm like, all right, I'm cool with that. <laughs> whatever, whatever you get, you get, <laughs> yeah. huh? Maybe that's why a couple of them are more snug. Yeah, right. So I'm like, oh, I just know I can't bowl in these. Have you ever had a pair of button fly? Oh yeah, jeans. I hate them. Those are the most. Who invented that? Well, probably because they didn't have zippers back in the day. Maybe, but this is a new. I think you can still get them, and we definitely have zippers now. Undoing them, pretty. It's pretty baller, actually. Again, uh, you can just pull on them, they do, 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 come o- come open, and it's a very uh, it's a very aggressive way to remove your pants. I, I say, but it's pretty easy. The problem is putting them back on. You gotta one at a time put those thinking buttons on. It's hard. It's hard to do, and that's what I'm assuming why you didn't like them as well, because it just it's, it was it just takes, annoying. It's annoying. It takes forever. That's it. I mean, it did feel like I had a cup on. Yeah, it does add a little bit of rigidity there yeah. in the front. Well, that's kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, I suppose it could be, especially uh, now that you're single, guy. I suppose it's your pair. Yeah. <laughs> this show, where is it going? I don't even know anymore. So, Dick, we've got Billboard's, Billboard.com's greatest of all time Hot 100 singles. I asked you in the break to load up every single 100 song. Have you loaded them up? Ready to go? We're going to go through every single one of these songs, starting with number 100. Are you ready? Yeah. Let me push play. (laughs) No, I think it's pretty interesting. You'll probably want to bring up that link. Of course, we're not going to go through all 100, but this was one of their newest, and I'm I like these types of things, these rankings every now and again. And as you get towards the end of the year, they a lot of times these come out. But they've got the top 100 songs of all time. And to me, it's not who's on this list as much as who's not. And as I scroll down this list, and I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling again, there's 100. I don't see Beatles. I don't see Elvis Presley. I don't see Michael Jackson. And I'm like, how the heck did they determine what these greatest songs of all time are? Okay. Now, I, I, I know that if you look up Billboard's like greatest bands of all time, the Beatles, Madonna, Michael Jackson, those, those will be on there. But something separates the greatest songs from the greatest bands. And I'm just, it's a little odd. So in at number one... We have Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. Are you familiar with this song? No. No. Are you familiar with The Weeknd? I, 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 uh, yes. All right. Do you notice something when you read his name there, by the way, when it says The Weeknd? Did you notice he's missing the E in end? Cool. Yeah, because apparently- I thought it was a band. I didn't know it was a person. It's a dude. I thought it was a time of the week, but hey, what do I know? So yeah, that was so another you, ba- terrible joke. Yeah, well, I'm a dad, you know, dad oh. jokes. So, so what was your? You started to say something about the weekend. No, I just said I thought I always thought it was a band. That's it. Huh? I didn't know it was like an individual dude. That's just a dude, and I do happen to like that song. Number two, the twist, Chubby Checker. I'm gonna say there's quite a difference between number one and number two there in terms of genre, plays, streams. I don't know. Maybe that's what this is based off of streams. I don't know. Number three, smooth. Well, they got to be hot. Hot? A chubby checker 
don't believe. Oh, it says on the greatest list. of all time. Hot one hundred. Hot one hundred. Oh, there. Sorry, I thought you meant the artist has to be hot. So I don't know what hot is. I don't know either. Smooth from uh, Santana featuring Rob Thomas. I, I have to admit, that song's pretty hot. It's just not that great of a song. I don't see how it made three of all time. Number four, I've never even heard of. Well, Mac number, the Knife by Bobby. Number ninety six is hot stuff. Oh, yeah. So it has the word hot in it. Well, then it definitely meets the criteria. Number five, Uptown Funk. Michael Jackson Uh, is in this. Okay, how far did you have to scroll down, though? 95. Okay, there you go. I didn't make it all the way down to 95, but don't you find that a bit odd? What song is it, by the way? Billie Jean. Okay. It's another hot song. It is hot, 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 hot. Paul McCartney right there. Again, we're barely making, we're barely cracking the, the top 100. Like I don't. There's John Lennon. I'm looking at. I mean, they're even doing the individual solo albums. They're not doing the Beatles. Wouldn't you think that some of those songs, like "Hey Jude," would be like number one? That's or something? not a hot song, though. I guess it's got to be a hot song. You are hung up on this hot song. What's what it says? So you got to think that when you're looking at these these songs, like "Candle in the Wind" with Elton John. That's hot. It has something to do with fire. So it's hot. Okay. How about "Despacito"? That's super hot, apparently, according to you. Yeah, let's get it on. Totally hot. Flashdance, what a feeling. Hot, another another hot song. Okay, I think we've, I think, oh yes, let's get it on by Marvin Gaye at number 46. So another I think you, you have cracked the code. It has to be There's hot. No, well, it's strange, I don't see any Barry White. Oh. So you think that would be hot. Yeah, that's a, that is a massive oversight. But, yeah. Cool. So... I don't know. Uh, this will be a quick hit here at the end of the show. I don't know if you are experiencing the same thing I am, but recently, sitting in my house, nice and quiet, maybe I've even got the TV on, or I'm listening to a nice Chicago album, and I'll hear noises on the roof. And I think I mentioned this not too long ago here on the show. And I'll just hear clink, 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 clink. I'm thinking, that's what the heck is what is, what is this? Well, the other day, I'm outside putting up Christmas lights, and I hear some of the same uh, noises hitting from the outside of the house. And I'm looking up like, what is this? And I notice it's acorns. Okay, not that unusual. But what is unusual is the sheer amount. It's not like you hear them every now and again. It's happening every 10 minutes or so. You just hear this pelting of acorns hitting the top of my roof. And I look down at my uh, driveway. It's covered in acorns. Go into my yard. It's covered have you noticed an increase in acorns around your house, Dick? Yeah. Well, it's not your imagination because there are so many acorns in Texas right now because it is called a mast year. And this happens every so often uh, when the trees basically just go nuts and overproduce this massive amount of acorns. And the That's fun- why I found so many in my car. Possibly. They're everywhere right now. It says, if you've noticed more acorns in your lawn than usual lately, you're not alone. All across the state, Texans are seeing more acorns falling from nut-bearing trees, such as oaks and pecans, due to the phenomenon known as a mast year. Scientists aren't exactly sure why it happens, but every few years, these types of trees produce enormous crops of seeds. It's essentially just their way of making sure that the species survives and can reproduce. But, whoa, and I, I... Cannot believe. I, I guess I've lived here now f- five years or so, and this is the obviously the the most acorns I have ever seen. And I, as I'm backing my car out of my driveway and just hear them crunching through the tires, they're everywhere. It's a mast year, and now you know. 
Thank you, Texas A&M Forest Service and Cron.com. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they were the pan the butt. Essentially, pan the just, butt when I was power washing because tr- just they just kept coming, and I'm like, it, this is impossible. It's the trees farm to table. Is all it is. I like it. Everyone's in the mood. There you go, Dick. This was a great show. Yeah, it was I'm, hot. It was very hot. I'm glad that you got to participate in this hot show with me. And I can't wait for more off-air stories with Dick that no one will get to hear except yeah, for me. That's only... we got to be a special club. <laughs> well, thank you, Onesies, for joining us again. If you like what you're hearing, please share, pound the like button, tell a friend. This is where the fun begins, everyone. Audience of one, Dick, until next week. Yeah. Make sure to contact us too. Audience of one show at gmail.com. Yes, that too. And the number if you want to give that out again. again? I don't, e- I think I don't yeah, e- again. I don't even know what 936-463-2322. <laughs> don't ask me to say it. Bye everyone. <laughs>